Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon. Today I am talking with William Attaway. And well, William, first of all, thanks for uh, thanks for taking some time and being my guest. It's an honor to be with you, Michael. Thanks for having me on. Well, you are welcome. So uh, William is, is a man of many talents. He uh, is a founder of Catalytic Leadership. He wrote a book of that of that same name, Catalytic Leadership, and we're going to be talking about that. He's discovered over his years uh, 12 key principles that can apply to and help leaders go from where they are to where they want to be. Now, we're not going to talk about all 12 of those because we just don't have time. That's why you should get a copy of his book, and he'll tell you how to do that at the end. But uh, to begin with, William, go ahead and tell us, I mean, how in the world did you uh, come up with Catalytic Leadership? How did you find yourself doing what you do today? When I was 15 years old, I was invited by a high school teacher to attend my first leadership conference. Never been a student of leadership, had never had that on my radar. But I went and I was hooked. I began to learn the power of a leader to implement change and to see things move from where they are to where they could be, where they should be. And I I was hooked. I've been a student of leadership now for, for over three decades. Mm-hmm. and have been a practitioner for nearly that long as well. When I went to college, I went as a pharmacy major. I intended to go into pharmaceutical studies and got to organic chemistry my second year and decided that this is not what I want to spend the rest of my life doing. So, <laughs> um, but as is often the case, there is no such thing as a wasted experience. That's and right. in my brief chemistry studies, I discovered the power of a catalyst. A catalyst is something that you introduce to incite or to accelerate significant change to make a profound impact. Okay. And as I, as I began to think about that and about leadership, I thought, well, every great leader I've ever studied or ever known or ever learned from is a catalytic leader. They, they want to see catalytic results in their business, in their, in, their, in their sphere, their team, their organization. And so I began to study. I began to learn from as many leaders as I could, as often as I could, about as much as I could. So that's a little bit of my journey as far as leadership and what that what that has entailed. Very cool. I love that catalytic leadership thing. I years ago, I mean, I've been doing what I do since 2013, and uh, right out of the gate in 2013, 2014, I ran a small group of business owners uh, here in Little Rock, and we called it Catalyst. Very, very similar with the idea that together, as we infuse what we do together, we're going to grow. And it it worked really well for a number of years. So I love that idea of of catalytic leadership. Um, So that that's really cool. Let's let's just talk about some of the struggles you see in people and business owners of leadership and maybe some bad training they've had. Or what are some of the biggest challenges you find uh, people are, are struggling with? Yeah, I've been coaching leaders for almost 25 years now. And, and what I've learned in that time is that there are, there are threads that run through no matter your context, no matter how, where you lead or how you lead. Most of my coaching clients are small business owners or founders, entrepreneurs. And, and I find that no matter what they're doing, it's really irrelevant. The same threads run through. The same leadership challenges run through. 
And one of the ones that, that is so consistent in so many different people, from government employees and contractors to educators to entrepreneurs, is the importance of having a teachable spirit. That is coming into mm-hmm. every environment, every circumstance, every part of our life with an understanding that you can learn in any situation. You can learn in anything if you see it as an opportunity to do so. Too often, we feel as though we are victims of our circumstances. We feel as though we have no control, that there's nothing we can do. That's not a learning posture, right? That's a victim posture. And what I try to help leaders to do by asking some questions is help them to understand you can learn from anybody. Sometimes you learn what not to do, but that can be just as valuable. (laughs) Well, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm flipping through your book right now because I as I was reading, I, you know, it's, I, I tell people all the time when I, when I launched my book and I gave it to somebody's hand, I'd walk in their, their office and it was dog-eared, highlighted, underlined, right? Uh, well, your book is dog-eared, highlighted, and underlined. And, and it's interesting because you talk about um, lots of different things that I, that I dog-eared. One was talking about guardrails mm-hmm. and uh, a, a quote by Warren Buffett that I'm gonna, just going to read because it's really cool. He says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. Let's, let's talk a little bit about guardrails in life because that plays into leadership, right? What, what are two or three guardrails you help people put in place? Yeah, I think, I think any of us can think of leaders that we have watched, maybe in person, in organizations we've been a part of, maybe from afar, maybe just from the headlines. But we can think of leaders who did not understand the principle of boundaries of guardrails in their life. And they found themselves on the other side of the guardrail. You know, a guardrail is there on the highway to help us, to keep us from ending up in a ditch, right? right. Yep. Well, our leadership is no different. Our life is no different. What are the boundaries? What are the guardrails we're going to intentionally choose to put into place to prevent us ending up in a ditch? Think about this in the context of marriage, right? You and I have both been married for a little while now, right? I'll hit 25 years later this year. That's oh, exciting. You're just a pop. <laughs> I'm on my way. I'm on my That's way. That's right. Way to go, man. You don't get to 25 without putting some guardrails in place, right? right? For instance, I don't date other women. That's shocking. <laughs> shocking, right? That's yeah. a guardrail, right? <laughs> right. But you know what? That's something that I have watched other people trip on. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. They, they may not call it a date. They may call it something else, but it's, it's a guardrail. That's right. Yeah. We're meeting to go over the quarterly report. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And all of a sudden you find yourself in the ditch. I think by being intentional and purposeful and saying, no, I'm going to intentionally build things in my life that are going to help prevent what I have watched happen to other people. See, I, I, I'm, I'm a big believer that I'm not going to live long enough to make every mistake myself. I'd like to learn from as many other people and avoid as many of those as I possibly can. I'm going to make plenty, yeah. but I'd like not to try to make them all. Yeah, and I, I love guardrails are how you do that. I think that's great. And and you you went to the guardrail that I was thinking because on page uh, 67 of your book you talk about um, another guardrail and how too many people, too many business owners fall into this trap of. You, you've titled this section more important than hmm. my marriage and how yes. it's okay during a, a season of business to make business more important than your marriage. Let's talk right. about that because that's a fallacy. Yeah, it really is. 
You know, I, it, one of my favorite shows in the 90s was a show called The West Wing. And I talk about this in the book and how the, one of the, the lead characters, the, the White House chief of staff comes home one night and it's one o'clock in the morning or so. And his wife is on the stairs in her bathrobe and says, where have you been? And he says, well, I had a meeting. She's like, at one in the morning? He's like, well, I call people in. I get things done. It's what I do. And he notices a gift box on the, on the table in the entryway there. And he says, what's this? And she says, well, it's an anniversary present for you. And he realizes it's his anniversary. Mm. Okay, oops, that's a big deal. And then she comes down the stairs and they have a conversation that I will never forget. One of the best written scripted elements of television I've ever seen. And he's trying to convince her how important his job is. And how, you know, for these eight years, I've just got to pour all into it. And she says, it's not more important than your marriage. And he says, it is more important than my marriage right now. Mm. Oh, mm. Yeah. I mean, you just feel in, the, in your gut what's going on in that moment. And you know what's, what's funny? That's fiction. But I watch this in the lives of so many leaders, particularly business owners, founders, entrepreneurs who have invested their lives into this baby, yep. right? And, yep. and they don't want to let it go. And everything else takes a backseat. Yeah. The problem with that is you've got your priorities out of whack. You haven't put the right boundaries and guardrails in place. Right. I've, I've spent a lot of time with people at the end of their lives. I've been in local church ministry as a pastor for, for 25 years now. And I've spent a lot of time with people at the end of their lives. And you know what? I've never heard anybody say at the end of their life, man, I wish I had spent more time at the office. If only I had hit more of those KPIs. If only I had achieved this particular benchmark at work. If only the next quarter could have been the best quarter. Never heard anybody say it. Not once. Yeah. I have heard a lot of people express regrets about relationships, mm -hmm. relationships that they didn't invest enough time in, that they didn't prioritize that they didn't mend when rifts started to appear for a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think as leaders, we need to understand this and we can be proactive and say, you know what, I'm going to build and intentionally choose to, to craft my life in such a way that I'm not going to end up like that. Right. I want to avoid that ditch. I want to learn from somebody about what not to do. I'm going to invest in the relationships that matter most, the people who are going to be with me at the end of my run, because one day somebody else is going to sit in your chair at work. One day somebody else is going to have the title you have. But what happens in those relationships closest to you? Nobody else is going to be that. That's right. Yeah. And, and everything that you just described there is leadership. Yes. And it really is catalytic leadership because it's generational. It's impactful. Right. And so many guys in particular, I'm sure there's some, some mm -hmm. ladies out there too, who are entrepreneurs. We are, we are driven. We, we want mm -hmm. our business to succeed, but are we giving our best to our business? Yes. I want to yes. give, I want to give my best during the hours, but I've got to make sure it's just one small slice of the rest of my life. And uh, I've done a lot of reading with Randy Alcorn and different things mm -hmm. of, of being a steward and not an owner. And one of, one of the things I say a lot, William, is, is God has promised in the Bible to provide for me. Yes. I can rest on that. He has never promised to provide for me through my business. <laughs> and so I, I don't want to cling to it like an idol. I've got to cling to him and make sure I've got priorities in place. That is leadership. And that's, that's something that you help leaders, budding leaders, 
experienced leaders, people go through and, and develop. So talk a little bit about how somebody works with you. And then, and then as we wrap up, we're going to tell them how to get uh, your book, how to get to your website and things. But how do you work with somebody? If somebody's out there struggling right now, they're thinking about these things. Maybe they've, they've gone past the, the boundary or, or they're hitting against that guardrail. How do you, how do you work with somebody? I find that it is very difficult to see the whole picture when you're in the frame. You, you mm. won't often ask yourself the hard questions. Mm. You need somebody from the outside who's going to come alongside you, who's going to help you see what you simply can't see because you're in it, yeah. who's going to ask you questions that maybe nobody else in your life is going to ask you and help you develop an understanding of, of what is the best version of you look like? What is the best version of you as a leader, as a person? And then help you intentionally move toward that. Mm. That accountability of these conversations, of the questions, that accountability is the secret sauce of leadership coaching. Because what I do is I come alongside a leader and I help them develop into the person that God designed and created them to be. Every person is created on purpose yeah. for a purpose. Yeah. But we need each other. And so that's what I do. I come alongside leaders and I help them see what they can't see and help them get better. This is usually two conversations a month for about an hour. We mm. talk about every two weeks and typically between six months and a year. And we spend time talking about the things that you say are areas of struggle for you. You're crafting the conversations. You're crafting where we're going to go. What are the five primary focus areas you want to be diving deep on? And then I'm going to come alongside you and I'm going to help you. I'm going to hold you accountable to what you say or your priorities, what you say is most important. And we're going to help you move from where you are to where you want to be. That's awesome. I love that because it's not a um, quick fix, purple pill, take this, you're fixed. <laughs> and, and so many people, that's what we want, right? I want to get, well, it, it, it's more iterative because you're working on, on the really the character level. That's right. The habitual level of priorities and when you get your priorities lined up right mm -hmm. what i have found is is st stress i don't know if it goes away but it sure does uh, mitigate a lot of stress um, I'm, I'm fired up i'm i'm focused my relationships are good and and leadership is not just for your family right it's for your peers it's for your teammates it's i mean it impacts everybody let alone your spouse and your children right that's exactly right. And church members. So uh, that's why I appreciate what you do. How can somebody get a copy of your book? How can they get a hold of you, learn more about you? Michael, I would love to offer your podcast listeners a free copy of the book. My, my goal is to get this book into as many hands as I can, because I believe that, that what God has taught me through so many other people is best put in the hands of people who will do something with it. So mm. if your listeners go to catalyticleadershipbook.com, they can get a free copy of the book. I'll make sure that gets out to them. If they cover the cost of shipping and handling to get it to them, sure. the, the book itself will be free. Awesome. Catalyticleadershipbook.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And you can uh, reach out to them. Your website, catalyticleadership.net. Absolutely. That's where you can find out more information about the coaching that I provide and how we can discover if this is a right fit for you in this season and how we can move forward in that. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the coolest thing is it's a, is it the right fit? You've got some uh, videos on there. You've got some articles and blogs, different things. People can get to know you, have a conversation and, yes. and see if it is a good right fit. See if, if that kind of a, of a commitment is going to make the change you're looking for to keep you within those, those boundaries, those guardrails, uh, because I've been blessed over the years with lots of leadership training and things. I still help, you know, I, I get training, I give training 
we all need it. We all need somebody. Right. I love how you said it. You can't see the frame if you're inside the picture. We all need somebody looking out for us and helping us see some things that uh, may, may be pretty obvious to somebody else, right? That's right. <laughs> but if, if you're wanting to grow in your business, in your life, in your relationships, if you want to become a catalytic leader, uh, William Attaway is a great guy to connect with. So catalyticleadership.net is where you can find him. And then that free book offer, again, catalyticleadershipbook.com. Awesome. Hey, I got that all right. Wasn't even taking notes. William, thank you for uh, being here. Thank you for what you do, both both in the church serving serving God's people, but also in in what you do with leadership and training leaders. It's it's uh, super impactful, and I know that you are being a, a catalytic input into the lives of many. So thank you for what you do, brother. Yeah, it's an honor, and thank you again for having me, Michael. It's been wonderful to have a conversation with you today. You're welcome. Take care, my friend. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.